When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Top three items you want on your plate for Thanksgiving. Go. Mac and cheese. Two. Collard greens. Three. I'm still traditional. I want a turkey, but a juicy turkey. Not no dry turkey. Juicy, dark meat. If you can make the white meat juicy, then you're, you're a real chef with some gravy. Okay. All right, my top three is going to be cranberry sauce. Real or canned? Real? Make that on the stove. Don't get me wrong. I love the real. But before the real, let's not sleep on that canned goodness. The jellied one? Let's not sleep on it. Yo, not for nothing, when I was younger, my mom would always have it. And I thought like, oh my God, she actually molded this. Mm-hmm. And so one thing, I saw her take it out the shopping bag and I was like, <laughs> childhood ruined. Not my whole life was a lie. All right. Cranberry sauce. Because I, I love the, the, the bitter sweetness. I love that. Mm-hmm. Stuffing. Ugh. Ugh. I know you're going to say that, but this is my plate. This is my plate. This is my plate. Okay. Let's relax. Um, and then I need a protein. So I'm gonna say chicken. Chicken over turkey? Um only now, turkey you... I like is on like Sandwich. a hero okay, from the now, bodega. Okay, now let me ask, does your family cook both turkey and chicken? Sometimes, yeah. Oh wow, that's a lot of cooking. Y'all be going in. We also don't eat till ten PM, so well, welcome to my Haitian household. Balance. <laughs> okay. Y'all be cooking a lot. Mm-hmm. And while y'all are on your third plate and maybe sleeping on the couch, y'all are just we're just now putting spoons in dishes. What time okay? does what time does the cooking begin in your house? The night before or day of? Uh day of. Prep's always day of, day or two before. Cooking's day of. But, you know, it depends. Attendance and all that. So and I'm just grateful you, to, 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 to be around people. And are you contributing anything this year? Oh, yes. What will you be making? Let's, <coughs> let's start the show. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got cocktails this year. Oh. What? Don't a say anything smart. <laughs> yes, indeed. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day. And now Welcome I back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. 
We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way back home next week via the Amtrak. You can listen to this podcast on your way to grabbing your debit card because you will be racking up on the Black Friday sales. Oh, that is right. But either way, right there. I got some things I'm going to buy. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes, it's me. Silvely V. Jones. How are you? I'm feeling really good. Blessed. Happy to be here. Happy to be alive in this season. Mm. Um, I was outside today doing some grocery shopping because like two days before Thanksgiving. And it's also pouring rain outside. And it reminded Same me of that, that Cosby Show episode. <laughs> when um. No, oh. when Cliff have to go back and forth, like in, in and out of the <laughs> rain Thanksgiving. <laughs> and during Thanksgiving, like I was thinking about that, like, oh, God, oh, that's hilarious. Um, But yeah, just feeling blessed and happy to be just here present in this season. So many things to be thankful for. Um, breath of life. Uh, I tried to minimize my complaining again. But, you know, that didn't really happen because I was sitting in like an hour long traffic today. You will ask. For a little. I don't know. I don't Mm. know. Mm. Right? Stress kills. Mm. But, yeah, all in all, I'm just I'm just trying to do what I can to survive. How are you, Khalil? I am doing well. Y'all really thought that Snoop Dogg stopped smoking weed? I thought that was... Who was y'all? I did not think that. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. Because no. that sad-ass picture he posted with uh, the please respect yeah. my privacy. I was like, shut no, up. He was lying when he said the Nobody please respect my privacy. <laughs> please. So the world is really in trouble if like, if, if that's the truth. Um, the morning show ended. Great season finale. Bravo. Glad Bravo. you watched it. Finally, it was come amazing. on. Let's give them their flowers. That's right. Bravo, Bravo. That's my show, man. Uh, and then the crown has started. This worked out just like I knew it would. I knew my I would be off by now, and I would be right where I was watching the crown. And it is it's great. Um, they split it into two seasons, two parts, and it's the last season. And I hate that it's the last season because they're not ending. They're ending uh, with chart with Diana. Meanwhile, time has gift wrapped them this gift of the queen actually dying. Mm-hmm. So this whole series is focused on her reign. She actually passed, and the new king was crowned. And then you can also incorporate Meghan and Harry. Go one more season. I, I don't get it. Right. Either way, they split it into two parts, and there's four episodes for the first, and then like five for the next. It's great. Started that Britney book. That's one wild white girl, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So far. But I, but she she ain't holding nothing back. I like it so far. And uh, yeah, your boy will be hitting another lap around the sun next week. You know. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Another lap around the sun. Never heard that before. Uh, yes, I guess you when you're un- old, you say old ass sayings like un- another lap around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we'll never hear the end of your birthday. Yes, you will. What the heck? I don't never be talking about it for weeks. Mm. 
We always told me, you ain't never get to my birthday. We come back after my birthday's over. Because you always miss it. It's so offensive to me. And all the Libras that are born in the same week. Report on your birthday next year. Yeah, allegedly. You think I remember you saying that? I won't remember that. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. You ready? Yep. Let's get into. Oh, and then I have. Wait for my blackness. That's all I gotta say. All right. You ready? Yes. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got For All The Dogs, Scary Hours Edition by Drake. 1111 by Chris Brown, Heaven Knows by Pink Panthers, and Welcome to Collard Grove by Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. For my first project this week, I had For All the Dogs, Scary Edition by Drake. So this came as a surprise. Um, We just reviewed For All the Dogs last month, like literally not too long ago, felt like yesterday. Um... When he released a trailer last week, I was like, huh? But he kind of explained how he had more things to say and how he really, 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 really enjoyed For All the Dogs as a project. So why not um, add a few tracks? When I heard that it was a part of the Scary Hours series, I thought it would be its own separate project. And I say this because the first Scary Hours came out in twenty. 18 with the song diplomatic immunity second scary hours came out in 2021 with the three tracks uh what's next wants and needs and lemon pepper freestyle so this one not being its own separate kind of threw me off for a loop but it's drake it's whatever it's what he chooses to do i would think of this as like scary hours yes but also for all the dogs deluxe because he added it onto the album either way um Scary Hours has six tracks, um, and I really enjoyed this. Like, I'm not even mad at all. Uh, Stories about my brother was really, really good. I thought the shoe fits was a little bit too on point where he was like, I don't know, I felt like he was reading me a little bit with that song. Like, I felt like it was a bit too on point with women who say one thing but really mean another, like, Mm, not too much, Drake. Not too much. Then you got the ones that travel across the globe. Everything is paid. They don't need a man. Don't listen to Drake. Never been a fan. You got a million hoes. Yeah, I understand. I'm never fucking you. So take that out your plans. I'm good on all you niggas till the ring is on my hand. Then I search your name. Find you on the gram. Click the link tree and see you sucking dick on cam. What the fuck? Oh, hell no. It can't be. Not Mrs. Independent, dude. Nah. Um, With Man was also really, really good. I loved Evil Ways with J. Cole. I also love the fact that you got another track with J. Cole, which, not surprising since he just announced that him and Cole are going to go on tour Mm -hmm. at the top of next year. Mm -hmm. Also very surprising. Like, whoa, you going back on the road? Anything to keep up with Beyonce? Um, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but I think my favorite 
out of Scary Hours is You Broke My Heart. I really, really like that track. Um, I, I have nothing bad to say. I, I thought for all the dogs, I told you the first listen was like, eh. After a while, when you keep on playing it, it has replay value. I think people are just too caught up in whatever they think and feel about the about the album. Um, but I feel like it's better over time. And I enjoyed it. And I also enjoy Scary Hours. This week from my first project, <clears throat> this week from my this week from my first project, I had Eleven Eleven by Chris Brown, who's from Tappahannock, VA. This is his eleventh solo eleventh solo studio album, hence the name, and right. it also came out on uh, well November tenth, but pretty much you know November, November uh, the eleventh. We'll give him that eleven eleven. Some of the producers on here were Troy Taylor, Hitmaker. Leon Rockstar, Youngblood, Elliot Trent, and Prince Youngblood, as well as Chris Brown himself. And the features on here were DeVito, LoJ, Future. People call her Maita. I think her name is Maite. I really think it's Maite. I want her to hear her say it, though. Uh, Friday and Byron Messier. I thought that this project was actually really, really good. I think that, you know, sometimes... Chris came out back in like 2017, 2018 with Heartbreak on a Full Moon and kind of changed the game again with like these 35, saw the 35 song R&B album. I don't think anybody had ever done that before. And people were skeptical. And then I listened to that and I went, I didn't hit skip one time. And right. I had never really been the biggest Chris Brown fan, but I never hit skip one time. And then I think he tried to repeat it again with Indigo and it was it was good. It wasn't as, you know, on the same level. And then I think people really weren't feeling his last one breezy. And on this one, I'm glad that he kept it a little shorter. He went to twenty two tracks, but I think that it packed a punch, the whole thing from top to bottom. Um I really thought that everything was smooth on here. You know, I think that he's a great songwriter. I think that he's a great studio singer. And he really knows how to put together a good song, regardless of anything. Like, you know, especially today where songs can't be that long, he knows how to really pack a punch in like two minutes. Some of my favorite songs on here are definitely Angel Numbers, Tento slash Tento, produced by Troy Taylor. Um, That's on You featuring Future. He has some just really great songs on here. Best Ever featuring Maite. But I think my favorite one, had to be summer too hot. That joint is such a groove. It's a, it's. I kind of wish it came out like in the summer. That could have definitely been a summer, a summer anthem. But it's it's still so it's still smooth. My second project this week, I had Heaven Knows by Pink Panthers. She is a 22-year-old singer, songwriter, and producer from England. So Pink Panthers first went viral in 2021, where she released a few songs off of a well-known platform called TikTok. Um, That's also where I first heard of her, but I didn't know, like, 
I, I, don't, I didn't know what I was listening to. I thought it was just a made-up AI song because of, like, how high-pitched her voice was. Um, but she had released songs, including the singles Break It Off and um, Just For Me. <clears throat> the Just For Me song went so viral that I actually looked her up and I was like, who is this woman? And that's when I discovered Pink Panthers. She released her first debut mixtape in 2021 called To Hell With It. And it peaked to the top in the top 40 UK singles chart. Um, a year later, she released the song Boy's a Liar, which also had the remix featuring Ice Spice. And now we have her debut album, Heaven Knows. This album has production from Pink Panthers herself. Greg Kirsten, Cash Cobain, Binks, Press Play, Wonder, London on the Track, and so much more. I enjoyed this project. It's pop. There's a little bit of R&B in there. It's, she's good. She's good. Um, this album also has features from Rema, Central C, Kalela, and Ice Spice. Okay, so a few of my favorites. Of course, I love I loved Another Life with Rema. Um, I just liked how they both like played, played with each other's vocals a bit and went back and forth. That's what I really enjoyed about that project. I also enjoyed The Isle. Um, nice to meet you featuring Central C, which is another UK artist. Um, a song that... Another song that I really, really enjoyed was Ophelia, but one song that I play like back to back to back and I kind of wish it was like longer was Bury Me featuring Kalela because I feel like it just went, the album is more upbeat, but Bury Me for some reason like digs a little bit deep, almost hits like an R&B tone. Um, with her and Kalela. I almost fell in love, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I was giving up, but I couldn't tell you. Won't you bury me? Can't you bury me? I never wanna come unless you're comfortable. Know me when I get the where I go. Half an hour pass and you already know. If I wasn't that bitch, then I'd be on the floor. I hit you up. I think Pink Panthers is a good like a good artist. I feel like her lyrics are fun. She reminds me a lot of two thousands like core like just her whole aesthetic gives me two thousands vibe. Um, even the way that she looks in her appearance, but I feel like she's a she's a really good artist. It's fun. It's cute music. I enjoy it. This week for my second project, I had Welcome to Collard Grove by Lil Wayne and Two Chains. We know Lil Wayne's from New Orleans, Louisiana, and Two Chains is from Collie is from College Park, uh, Atlanta, College Park, Georgia. This is their second project together. This is number two after the first one, which came out in twenty. Um, some of the producers on this project were Dem Joints, Manny Fresh, Bangladesh, Bangladesh, Mike Dean, Juicy J. Dan, Juicy said what? 
Shut the fuck up. Let's go. Hitmaker, Havoc, Mark Bird, and Murder Beats. Some of the features on this project were 21 Savage, Usher, Fabulous, Benny the Butcher, Vori, Rick Ross, and Marsha Ambrose's features were platinum. Um, I love this. Pro- I really like this project. I think that you know that Two Chains is always going to be on my top ten rappers of mm-hmm. all time. Um, I w- can never say I was always that huge of a Lil Wayne fan, but hearing him on this, hearing him with Two Chains, and hearing him even in this era of his life, um, I really am digging it. It's so um, nostalgic, though. It is, but he's like he hasn't lost it. He hasn't lost a, a, a step, a beat. Um, some of my favorite projects, and and I love the way that this project opened up. It was kind of like a mob tale, like they were telling a story, and they have Fifty Cent on here, like doing the narration, and mm. he doesn't quite sound like Fifty. He really sounds like he's acting and doing a good job narrating. It's like a New Yorker, like telling a story. Fifty Cent um, acting is Fifty Cent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can no, no. I can tell he's really I, he's made a character with this. It was cool. Um, and he pops up like four times throughout the albums in different things called scenes. And um, but yeah, some of my favorite projects on songs on this project were G Six, Big Diamonds featuring Twenty One. Love that one. I love Scene Two with with uh, Duffel Bag Boys uh, when people mm. pop back in. Um, Millions from now was such a great song. Just thinking about like you know, I won't even remember you a million dollars from now. Just a great mindset to have. Um, Transparency featuring Usher. Whoo! Usher's on to something, boy. He didn't hit. Usher's hitting another lick this time around. Skinny dip. Joint bitches put the cribs in rotation. Yeah, I'm cuffing. Put the pussy on probation. She needs suntan lotion for this vacation. You might get a postcard from this location. It's so hard to reach. PPA Pretty Pussy Award <laughs> I thought it was really clever I liked it Godzilla was great And um, you know I really liked this whole project 21 songs long Worth it This week for our honorable mentions We had the albums Too Good To Be True By Rick Ross and Meek Mill Gravy by BJ The Chicago Kid New Blue Sun by Andre 3000, Dennis' daughter by Lola Brooke, After the Butterflies by Queen Nyjah, and Good People After Hours by Majid Jordan, and the single Get Close by Ari Lennox. time for music news all right so uh, a week ago I were out 
the Grammy nominations. We're in. We're in. That's why we're a duo. We're in. They should nominate us for best pop, best R&B duo. I mean, soon, one day, brother. Group of performance. The Grammys will be on Sunday, February 4th, 2024 at the Crypto.com Arena. Weird ass name. In Los Angeles. What's wrong? I just looked and saw, I'm just looking at these nominations for the first time, I'm not going to lie. But the song I just talked about for Chris Brown is nominated for Best R&B Performance. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. So, all right, cool. So let's talk about some of these nominations real quick. Uh, Record of the year, we have Worship, John Batiste. Worship? He ain't made no album called Worship this year. He made an record. album called Oh Record of the Okay. okay. Yes. Sorry. Worship by John Batiste. Sorry. Um, yeah, child. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. What was I made for? By Billie Eilish. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Antihero, Taylor Swift. Kill Bill Scissor. And 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 on my fucking mama by Victoria. Monet. I know that's right. On right. my mama. I just want to say, while watching these nominations live, while I was at work at that, I was silently screaming for my faves who got nominated this year. I believe it. Talking too early on her story, my ass. That would have been MTV. Y'all can let's talk about that after. Uh, for album of the year, John Batiste again. With World Music Radio, Boy Genius again with the record, Miley Cyrus with Endless Summer Vacation, Lana Del Rey, uh, but did you know that there's a tunnel under Asian Bo- Ocean Boulevard? Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet, Guts by Olivia Rodrigo, Midnight by Taylor Swift, and SOS by SZA. Now let's talk. Let's get it. We know who we want to win that. Of course. We know who's going to win that. You think it's going to be Taylor? I think it's always going to be Taylor when she's nominated in that category because the majority of people in America are still white people. And the majority, that means the majority of the voting academy are still white people. And she can put out that, you know, <clears throat> she can put out those albums. <clears throat> and no matter who she's up against, if they're black uh, or whomever, if the album was great, she's going to get it because they love her. Their kids love her. I think it's I I agree with you, but I also feel like it might be Olivia Rodrigo. Please, because I feel like she's a new fave. Do I want it to be Cesar? One hundred percent. Year. Yes, Khalil. No, new people. I think mm, you're lying. Harry Styles. He won album of the year. Yes, Cha. He did, but he's also not new. He's also been in the group. And with the shits, and he's white. She won best uh, new artist, and she's not like not a Grammy winner. But I don't know if she's gonna win this one. I don't. I got my I got my money on Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. I I feel like she's gonna surprise us. John Batiste too, maybe because he won. John Batiste might might he might take it. He won that award like two years ago. He did. All right, cool. Um, let's see what else. Best new artist category. Uh, we have Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice. Ice Spice is nominated for a Best New Artist 
Grammy. I love that for her and Coco. Coco Jones, Noah Cahan, uh, The War and Treaty, and Victoria Monet. And I love that for her. Victoria Monet, producer of the year, non-classical, which I love this category. Um, shout out to the the producers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Antoff. Antonoff. Jack Antonoff, sorry. Um, Dernst, Demille, Emile the second. Come on, Demille. Hit Boy, Metro Boomin, Daniel Negro. That's is his name. It is. I think it's Negro. Okay. N I G R O. Yep. <laughs> um, Hold should up. we talk about some of this pop stuff? For the pop electric, pop uh, dance electric music? Oh, no, I was just talking about pop. Oh, best pop solo performance? That's what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, there's pop solo performance, there's pop duo, group performance, pop vocal album. All right, so then uh, pop solo performance, uh, Paint the Town Red with Doja, Flowers with Miley Cyrus, What Was I Made For with Billie Eilish, Vampire with Olivia Rodrigo's, and Antihero with Taylor. I feel like the, it's it's going to be... Like Between these, Taylor and Olivia a lot. These are the categories where I think that Olivia can win. Like she can win specifically in the pop categories over Taylor Swift. A couple maybe once or twice. I can see that. Album, I don't see it. I don't know, man. I I'm not gonna be shocked <laughs> with the Grammys. Uh pop duo group performance. Oh, that's enough with the pop stuff. We don't care. All right, that's fine. Scissors in that category too, with I'm um, Ghost in the Machine mm-hmm. featuring folk, Phoebe, uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Yep. Um, all right, so we're gonna skip the pop vocal album. Let's get to the rap. Okay. And then we'll get to the R and B. Okay, okay, okay. And then we'll the gospel. And then we'll do that. Okay. Well, we know you don't like that gospel. All right, shut up. <laughs> now let's get to the R and B rap and spoken word and poetry category. So, best R and B performance. We have Summer Too Hot, Chris Brown. See. Back to Love with Robert Glasper. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown, Robert and Glasper's Alex. in the category with you. We <laughs> should <laughs> Sir and Alex Isley. And that's right. Come on, mm-hmm. Alex. Uh, I See You with Coco Jones. That's right. How Does It Make You Feel, Victoria Monet, and Kill Bill by SZA. Which is also nominated for Song of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Traditional R&B Performance, we have Simple, Babyface featuring Coco Jones, uh, Lucky by Kenyon Dixon. Kenyon. Hollywood. Victoria Monet featuring Earth, Wind, and Fire and Hazel Monet. That's right. Good Morning. PJ Morton featuring Susan Carroll, Carroll and Love Language with SZA. Like, all great songs. All Wonderful great songs, man. All great songs. <laughs> um, best R&B song. Mm-hmm. Hall- Halle Bailey. Is gra- nominated for her first Grammy as a solo artist mm-hmm. for her song "Angel." Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, Back to Love, Daryl Andrew, Farris, Robert Glasper, and Alex Isley. Um, I see you, Coco Jones, All My Mama, Victoria Monet, and Snooze by 
SZA. All up in the uh, Grammy noms, MTV. These categories. Early like, in her story. Are you crazy? Like, that was really the last. That was the pinnacle. That was the cherry on top. The thing that you needed for this year's VMAs, which weren't bad. But, but I mean, they weren't amazing either. But that mm-hmm. would have made them at least great. Like, at least great. She would have torn it down. You could have gave her, like, something on the smaller stage even. But, like, y'all are crazy. And they always ignore the R&B element of their show. Always. 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 Yeah. Uh, Best progressive R&B album. We had Six I Have a Lover by Black Six Lack. Mm -hmm. Um, The Love Album Mm -hmm. by Diddy. Nova by Terrence Martin and yes. James Leroy. Yes. The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet and SOS by SZA. I don't know. Progressive R and B album. It's tough. Mm, I'm giving it to Janelle. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking Grammy wise. I'm thinking they might give it to SZA. Janelle. I think they. Oh, maybe. I think it's either Janelle or SZA. SZA. I want for Terrence and James to get it though. I would love that as well. Join. Okay, keep going. All right, best R&B album. We have Girls Night Out by Babyface. What I Didn't Tell You Deluxe by Coco Jones. Mm-hmm. Special Occasion by Your Girl, yeah, Emily King. That's right, boy. I love R&B. That's right. She better be in the R&B category. That's right. Um, Jaguar 2 by Victoria Monet. Of course. And Clear 2 Soft EP by Summer Walker. This is her first Grammy nom. Wow. Really? Amazing. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I didn't see her nominated for any of the Grammy before. This is her first one. Wow. Soft Life EP. And I'm very glad, too, because the EPs always sound better than the albums with Summer Walker. Congratulations to her. Best rap performance. We have the Hillbillies. Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Love Letter by Black Thought. Drake and 21 Savage with Rich Flex. Mm-hmm. Um, Killer Mike featuring Andre 3000 Future. And Aaron Allen Kane for scientists and engineers and players by Koi Lorraine. I love that for Koi Lorraine. Oh, I love that category, right? right? I love it. That's a great category. All right. Melodic rap performance. Uh, Burner Boy was sitting on top of the world featuring 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. Attention by Doja Cat. Spin About You, Drake and 21. All My Life featuring Lil Dirt and J. Cole and Low by SZA. I don't know. That category is tough. It's tough. It's tough. Good songs. I was going to say, Burner Boy's next song has to be something that doesn't use a sample. Why are you thinking <laughs> <you> like that? <laughs> I feel like this one just barely got in over because last, what was it? Like, um, um, last, last was great. And then they tried to repeat the, the, the formula again with the sitting on top of the world, which was still great. But I feel like it wasn't, didn't quite do last, last number. It didn't do last, last numbers. And they just got it in. And I feel like, okay, now if you do a third one like this, we not the people aren't going to want it anymore. You got to switch it up. And he can't because he's got the hits. <laughs> Best rap song. We have Attention by Doja. Barbie's World, Nicki Minaj, and Ice Spice. This is her second mm-hmm. for Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Um, just Wanna Rock, Lil Uzi. Rich Flex, Drake in 21, and Killer Mike again with Scientists and Engineers. I'm glad he got nominated for getting nominated for this album because it was great. Mm. You about to hear his third nomination for Best Rap Album. 
his album Michael. Mm-hmm. Her loss, Drake and Twenty One, which is a good album. Heroes and Villains, which is another great album with Metro Boomin. Mm-hmm. King's Disease Three with Nas and Utopia with Travis Scott. I tell you, it's not winning. You don't. What do you think is not winning? The last one you just said. I covered. We covered it on this show. I said it was just. It was an album. It sounded. It was sounds. <clears throat> there weren't that many bars. The rapping was, mm, and it was just an album really of sounds. So good for the nomination. <laughs> just saying. I look, and I respect that. Seasons Utopia pet- wasn't my favorite um, Travis album either. No. It was some songs were cool, but it wasn't my favorite. All right, so. What do you want to hear? Gospel performance first or a gospel album? Are you just going to skip over the spoken words? You don't care no more? Okay. You said let's, you said specifically let's do R&B, gospel, and then we're done. Oh, oh. I thought you were still going to cover something else. Okay, let's do gospel. I don't know no spoken word, niggas. Well, I, I just saw it right there under the um, rap. Now it's re- Ooh. There's a couple of them. It's going to show up, but I'm not going to look at it. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, really, my girl is really not nominated not one time this year. Who? Beyonce. First time I've seen this in a long time. What would she be nominated for, Khalil? No, but I'm saying usually like when she puts out like an album, the next year she'll get nominated for like a remix or like a single or something that she put out, but there's there's been nothing. Which she probably fine. didn't submit anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying this is a first, which is fine. I'm, it's it's new. Um, best gospel performance song: Erica Campbell, "Feel All Right, Blessed." That is a good song. I feel all right. Song like the mm-hmm. two or Q three playlist. Uh, Melvin Chris Bell, three God is never heard it. Sorry, Kirk Franklin, all things. That was a great. I'm talking about all things. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Brown featuring Hezekiah Walker, Kiara Shannon, Karen Clark share God is good. My lord, I can only imagine what that sounds like. And Zacardi Cortez, Lord, do it for me. Best contemporary Christian music, we don't care. Best gospel album, ah, Erica Campbell, I love you. Erica released a new album this year? What? Mm-hmm. What? Yes, child. Ma- Maverick City Music, the Maverick Way. Erica did what? And I did, we didn't hear what? Oh, no, we are. That's most likely when we were on break, I believe. So lacking. Jonathan McReynolds, My Truth, Tasha Cobbs, Leonard Hymns, Live, and Ty Trippett, All Things New, Live in Orlando. Well, the All Things New was a good album, so Live was probably great. Wow. I got to hear that Eric album. I don't know who's going to win that. Best comedy album, Chris Rock, Selective Outrage, Dave Chappelle, What's in a Name, Sarah Silverman, Someone You Love, Trevor Noah, I Wish You Would, Wanda Sykes, I'm an Entertainer. I don't remember Dave Chappelle having a new special, What's in a Name? What was What's in a Name? Oh, I do remember What's in a Name. Didn't that come out earlier this year? I think, or like last year. Um, was he When he was on tour with that? I think so. Selective Outrage, eh, by Chris Rock. I really think this could be Wanda Sykes here again. I love I'm an Entertainer. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Best audiobook narration, Michelle Obama's narrated for The Light We Carry, Overcoming in Certain Times, which is a great book. Bernie Sanders, William Shatner, Rick Rubin, and Meryl Streep were also nominated. That's great. I don't know, man. This uh, this year's, well, next year's Grammys looks really, 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 really promising. It does. I want to know who's going to be performing. Um, 
I'd love to see that. You know, we're going to be seated front row for that, mm-hmm. for the Grammys. I want to see the performances. I want to see the winners. I feel like the voting committee this year did a really good job um, by showcasing people who deserve to have these nominations. Do you think she's not nominated, but do you think we'll get a Beyonce performance this year? I Where? say that at the Grammys because she's this is the first time she's net has not like ever done the performance, the circuit, the um um the promotion circuit on an award show for an album ever. And she usually always does the Grammys. And I can understand last year because she just was being quiet until the tour there was nothing. But now we've had the tour. The set pieces are ready. The routines are ready. Everything's ready to go. She's going back out next year. Do you think that she'll show up at the Grammys? No. I, I mean, let me, I, I don't even have to ask. <laughs> I don't have to ask if the Grammys called her because I know they did. Will she show up? Probably because they refused to give her album of the year when she deserves it. I hope the answer is no, too. Do I don't think she should show up. I feel like B should stay where she's at. And let's leave it at that. You did very well. Rest, Mama. The movie's coming out like in a week or so. Just rest, child. Oh, that's right. Oh, God. Have fun next weekend. All right. On the way, listeners, who are you rooting for to win at the 2024 Grammy Awards? Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. Just to take it slow. Working all night, and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the game on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them from a point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? This week, oh. My Lord, I am here to recap probably one of the best weekends I've had this year. Nice. At the first inaugural HBCU First Look Film Festival by Miles Ahead Entertainment Parent Company to the Mocha Podcast Network, owned and run by the Sheila Eldridge, who had an amazing kickoff inaugural film festival um, two weekends ago at Howard University, which I had the opportunity to attend and work. It was one of the main reasons I came down here. Um, she asked me to step in as um, editor of the films for the film festival. I just, you know, spliced them all together so that they would be on a loop and could run for the two days of the festival mm-hmm. and also do some organization, some, some, <laughs> a lot of different things. Uh, definitely, but main thing was technical coordinator of, we had four, Part of the session was that we had four rooms running with different master classes, and so I just had to make sure that all the technical elements were there, that all the presenters were able to have present and have everything that they needed, and you know it was it was a, a task, and I was grateful to be tasked with it. But it was amazing just because I saw it from its inception. She's been touring 
HBCUs all year of um, and the question is are you the next and having different students submit their film their films for the festival and then there was a panel of judges who watched all the films and they picked like the top seven and then there was a winner but in between that there were so many dope things that happened um, it started off small and then all these sponsors came on there were uh, AARP Netflix Urban One Paramount um, HBCU Go WHU uh, TV with PBS. Uh, uh, I'm just speaking of some the Black Doctors Org, Sirius XM, Thurgood Marshall College Fund, the Oscars, the Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences jumped in. Mm. ESPN, of course, Cafe Mocha, Cafe Mocha Radio, Howard University Film and Television, and Mocha Podcast Network. So I should mention that it ended. The festival ended at Howard University. And it was two days of master classes that included, oh, oh, wait for the payoff. That included <laughs> the film marathon, of course, of student films and curated films. Um, cinematic journey through documentary filmmaking. It was called Waiting to Exhale with Lisa, nice. with Lisa Durden. That was great. Uh, TV One, they hosted this conversation. They had Kathy Hughes, the Kathy Hughes on there uh, doing mm. an interview with Aunt Sheila. Aunt Sheila, she's my aunt, I can't lie. With uh with with Sheila, uh that was also and that whole day was hosted by Lonnie Love and then the winner of the mm. festival won five thousand dollars as a grand prize. Oh, how nice! Right, and then we had a masterclass called "The Best Man: How to Land a Role as an Actor" with All American star Peyton Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. The girls were going crazy for Peyton. <laughs> um. All them little college girls was like, oh, I got to be up in this one. Oh, let me, I got to be in this class. Um, then the next day, oh, okay, okay. That was just the first night. I'll go back to the first night. Then the second day. We- oh, Peyton Alice Smith from um, CW. Mm-hmm. So sorry. I was, had to look that up. I was like, cool. Why do you sound familiar? Yes, back your ass away from the mic the next time you have a revelation, child. Sorry. Um. The next day, they had a master class with Morehouse alum Stephen Dr. Love, and he was one of the main creators of They Clone Tyrone, and it was so dope nice. hearing him come and talk about the process and hearing everybody get to give them his, give him his flowers. It was so, so dope. Oh, I'm glad people have seen it. Right. Uh, I know you can see my sweatshirt right now. Paramount was one of the producers, one of the sponsors, and they screened their film. They wanted the first episode of their series, Lawman ba- Bass Reeves, the story of... Bass Reeves was played by David Oyelowo, and he's the first black U.S. deputy marshals west of the Mississippi. It was amazing. People were in that joint, like, glued to the thing. But what I really loved about that was that one of my friends, I was got to be back at Howard. I didn't get it like a 10-year homecoming because of COVID. And so I was there for homecoming. Oh, yeah. And I was up there for this. And I really got like some 10-year closure. Like, damn, it's been 10 years. But I got to see some of my friends who are professors now. And then we got to fly in one of the actors who's part of the film, who's a good friend of mine. Miss Lauren E. Banks. You may know her from City on a Hill on Showtime. Yes. Um, she's starring with David Ayelowo on the in this series. And she came in and she did a talk back and introduced the film with the director and was kind enough to buy 30 tickets for any student who wanted to attend just because, you know, she knew how important it was for them to be there. She's the best. That's love, amazing. Love her. Um and then, okay, okay, listen, it was a great, it, everything was amazing, okay, I can keep going. Ruth Carter came, I'm sorry, Ruth Carter was the keynote speaker. 
I met her the night before in the hotel and she was just a darling, sweet, sweet woman, man. And she came and she kept it real with her keynote speech on Friday. And it was amazing. It was so dope. Um, and then Friday night, though, the first night, Netflix, they bust us and a group of a whole bunch of HBCU people um, co- surrounding colleges like Coppin State, Morgan, Bowie State. They bust a whole bunch of people over to the African-American Museum to see the screening of Rustin starring Coleman Domingo as Bayard Rustin, the first yeah. LGBTQ uh, um, I believe it's Olympic. out right now, right? Or no? It dropped on Netflix on November 16th. Run to go see it. Oh, yes, 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 it did, yes. Um, he was the first LGBTQ, or I don't know the first, but he was one of the main uh, leaders of the civil rights movement who've been blocked out of history because he was a gay man. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, the producers wanted to make this movie. The producers wanted to make this movie. And so we went to the theater. And I was mad because we got there and Ashila was like, we did all this work. And, and they had cut her list the night before. And he was like, why did they, they cut her list, her VIP list? So we got there. I was like, well, I know my name on that list. All the work I did, I know my name going to be on that list. We got there. And we got to, she was like, all right, you got to get online. I said, it's no VIP or staff list? She said, No. <laughs> get on the line <laughs> I was tight I was like Ed, when I was talking to my friend Ed, when I said Ed, if we sit on this line no more than 20 minutes and it don't move because it wasn't moving it was just sitting still I said we're going to get something to eat I ain't going to be sitting down here in the cold like this I'm so glad I sat on that patience day. is a damn virtue oh my god I'm so glad I sat on that damn line it wasn't moving and then it, we went inside and then I realized everything that happened we went inside, got drinks, took pictures and all like that. Coleman Domingo started walking through. I said, oh, my nice. Lord. Nice. And we go into the Oprah Winfrey Theater, right? The lady from the museum comes out. It's the theater sits like 400, 500 people, small theater. Lady from the theater museum comes out. She does a little speech. She says, and now let's hear, let's, please let's um, give it up for one of the producers of our film, Michelle Obama. I said, nigga, What? amazing the whole room lost their shit amazing everybody pops up from their chair and it's even better because you guys weren't even expecting no nobody's expecting it i was ready to get off the damn line nobody's expecting it and phones whip out room goes crazy whip out (laughs) and then we're like oh my gosh we are sitting in the presence of a queen and i'd seen her 10 years ago i did a show down there and she came backstage and met the actors and they lined us up to give her meet her i reached out for the handshake and she gave me a hug that's how i know she's a real ass queen all right and then she said at the end of her speech and speaking of history let me introduce someone who is very familiar with making history my husband, Barack Obama. I said, nigga, what is going on right now? You want to be a nigga? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut- I didn't even think about that until you said it. Shut up. I said, nigga, what is happening right now, dog? Yeah. Um, I was four rows away from the Barack Obama, and I nobody was expecting it. And that's why the line stopped. That's why nothing was happening, because they were sweeping the building. And that's why we had to get online. That's why they cut her VIP list, because the president was coming. Either way, it was an amazing way to kick off the first year. And um, I think everybody learned a lot. And there was some really great things that happened. ESPN crossover movie ended. The, it, was, it was great. It was an amazing time at Howard. And I was grateful to be a part. Thank you so much to the Sheila Eldridge for you know, doing that. And and for the first one, it can't get, it can only go up from here. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
This week for my queen spotlight, I have a few queens to shine a beautiful light on. First being Beyonce, who became the first black artist to win in the dance electronic category at the Billboard Music Awards. In Billboard Music Awards history, the first black artist to win in that category. Uh, my second queen I wanted to sh shine a beautiful light on was Nia DaCosta. She became the first female black director of the highest grossing, grossing theatrical release of all time for the movie The Marvels. Um, the Marvels in its first weekend grossed over $110 million, according to Forbes. $110 million. I still haven't seen it yet. Ugh, I'm sorry. Life has just been life in. But congratulations, Queen Nia DaCosta, and I know it's going to only go up from here for you. Uh, I've been seeing it for you since before, and congratulations. And the third beautiful black queen is the Hazel Monet. She's the youngest person to receive a Grammy nomination for the song Hollywood, featuring her mom, Victoria Monet, and just a few legends by the name of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hazel Monet is only two years old, so for her to be the youngest to be nominated for a Grammy is amazing. Congratulations to Hazel and congratulations to all the beautiful black queens who have been in this spotlight, in this category, in this show. Oh, so you're just going to take away their highlights and just thank all of them together? You're just going to thank everybody who uh, ever got Everybody it. had right. it and then as a collective. <laughs> hey, man, we should do a Queen Spotlight Awards. Aww. Ding! Something to think about. On the way, listeners, how do you think that? On the way, listeners, how do you think the second year of the HBCU First Look Film Festival can top the first one? Let us know. Tweet us at On the Way Weekly, and let us know. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way, yearning for your love, and baby, I need that every day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, You can cage the singer, but not the song. So I got this quote from Harry Belafonte, and I thought it was so simplistic, but also it said a lot. Um... To me, this quote reminded me of not being silenced and basically using your voice and your platform as much as you can um, because there are people around the world right now who do not have that privilege and are silenced by their own government, by whatever's going on in the political wars that they are in the midst of. Um, so they have to find other ways in order to speak their voice and make their opinion known. Um, so that's what this quote reminded me of because do it, it's true. Like you really can cage the singer, but not the song, the word and the message can still go out. Even if you try to 
stop it in some form or way. Or you can have my body. Okay. But you can't have my mind, brother. Did you get that from Jesse Jackson? I think no, I don't know. Some somebody who's been in jail said that before, you know, but it's very true. I, oh, I know it came from some movie or something like that. That's all that, that reminds me of. That's that's it, you know. No matter what, people talking about you, you being persecuted, you know, people can talk about all about what they think they know. But nobody's inside of your head. Right. You're always in control of your own thoughts. That's probably one of the most powerful things that you have that you can never lose. Mm-hmm. That's it. Happy Thanksgiving, niggas. Oh, my God. We usually end the show in a different way. So. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find <laughs> me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. Sylvia, your whole thing looks slanted. You look tilted. Oh. Yeah, because my... um. I'm not at a table. Uh-huh. This is on my lap. My legs are asleep. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it can... wasn't tilted up until like until we did the Grammy noms. You can find all my music streaming on the Apple, the Title, the Spotify, or anywhere that you download or stream music and everything else in regarding me at K-A-H-L-I-L-D-A-N-I-E-L dot com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter mainly at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Uh, my fitness advice to any and everyone is please enjoy yourself this holiday season and every holiday season. Don't deprive yourself of food. You can always go and find other ways to get active and stay active, but food is very important. Please remember that. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way and mochapodcastsnetwork.com slash on the way. You can also find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash KXD. You can also find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way pod and on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the TikTok. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on any platform that is streaming a podcast. That is Apple, Spotify, Deezer, Google. I think that's all of them. iHeartRadio, Heart sorry. Um, and anywhere that's streaming a podcast, you can find us. That's it, baby. After this, I'm coming home. Coming home, baby. Baby, reunite. Stay where you at. Oh. <laughs> See you guys next time. Peace. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time.